Welcome to Vantage Point, a weekly podcast aimed to provide insight, perspective, and keys to daily living through the lens of God. We are so pleased you decided to tune in, and we hope you enjoy today's message. Now, please welcome the host of Vantage Point, Nick Ruffin. episode one. Thank you to everybody who's tuning in. This is something that's been on the side of me for several years and I'm so excited to get started. As you heard in the intro, my name is Nick Ruffin and again, this is Vantage Point Podcast. Let me first thank God because this moment would not be possible without him. I want to also thank my lovely wife, Angela, for all her support, love, and encouragement. And I also want to thank everybody who follows us on Facebook at Vantage Point Podcast. The support and encouragement means everything. Please share, like the message, comment, do anything you can. Let's continue to keep this thing moving. Being the first episode, I had so many thoughts on where to begin. I can tell you the plan changed a few times. Love how God will let you think of something. And then he comes in and flips the whole script. And all you can say is all right. With that said, the title of this message in the first series of Vantage Point is Leap. About a week ago, I started to search pictures of people jumping. That turned me um, into remembering a scene from the Star Trek remake where Captain Pike tells Kirk he needs people to leap without looking. That led me to search base jumping, something I would never do in real life, by the way. I was amazed at how crazy base jumping is. An article I read said that base jumpers view leaping out of a plane at 15,000 feet and falling 100 miles an hour is just not enough thrill for them. Base jumpers jump from lower altitudes and have little time to open the parachutes. What I also didn't know was the base in base jumping is actually an acronym for things they jump off of. Buildings, antennas, spans or bridges, and even earth like mountains or cliffs or things like that. I found pictures showing people just jumping off cliffs and mountains. Nothing attached and they were gone. This brought me back to vantage point. I said earlier God placed this in me a few years ago. And if I'm honest, I had no clue what to do with it. I had a name and a vision, but nothing else. There were a few times where, you know, I started to blog and didn't finish it or thought about a podcast, but really let a lot of insecurity and fear keep me from it. Not to mention my own struggles and habits that was keeping me from this moment. First thing I realized was that my own struggles and habits had to go before I could do anything connected to purpose. 2018 was a year that I had to come face to face with a lot of my patterns, insecurities, and issues. I had a choice to make. Will I continue to let sin run my life or will I trust God to do what he said he would do? Looking back now, I can say that God would have never allowed me to get to this point without my 2018. Where I am now doesn't mean I'm perfect, but it does mean I'm progressing. You know, I go to one of the best churches in the world, if not the best church, Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And in 2019, we've declared that this is the year of release. Pastor Michael Todd said release is threefold. God is releasing us from, releasing us to, and releasing us for. When I heard this series, I knew it was time for Vantage Point to to launch. From that series to now, so much has gone through my head, and God has shown me so much that I wanted to share it with you. 
First, let's start with some, some context of the word leap. Leap is defined as to jump or spring a long way to a great height with great force. Another definition is a choice made in an area of ultimate concern. For some reason, this definition stuck out to me because if I'm honest, I have my concerns about this leap. Questions run through my head all the time. What will I say? What will, peop will people listen? How will I sound? If I'm real honest, I've never liked the sound of my voice. And so there's been these moments where I really felt like Moses did when God appeared to him in the burning bush. In Exodus chapters 3 and 4, God gives Moses specific direction. Go to Pharaoh and bring my people out of Egypt. While we would like to believe that Moses was a good soldier and just took care of business, he did what many of us do when God gives instructions. We question it. Moses questioned God five different times. And if we're honest, we can relate to at least one of those questions. Who am I to be sent? Who are you to send me? What if they don't believe in me? What about my skills? What about someone else? These are questions that run through my mind when I think of Vantage Point. Um, I, I imagine many of you listening know what God has called you to, whether it's a book, a podcast, a blog, um, whatever it is, God clearly said, do this. This is your purpose. This is your Jeremiah 29-11 plan that I have for you. Why are you questioning me? If we look at the responses God had for Moses, we can see questions that point back to where Moses' focus should have been. When, when Moses says, who am I? God says, you are the one with me. When Moses says, who are you? God says, I am, I am. When Moses says, what if they don't believe? God says, use what I gave you. When Moses says, what about my skills? God says, I will fill the gap of your skills. And when Moses says, what about someone else? God says, you will have help. It is so amazing how God will have an answer for us every time we think that we can't do something. And if we're honest with, with ourselves, a lot of us feel like Moses in those moments of exploring purpose or accepting calling. We want to ask God those questions. Why not someone else? Why, who, who am I to do this? Who am I to believe in this? What, what They won't believe in me. And the truth of that is that Moses had to take a leap. And in his concerns, there's four things I, I, I want us to think about when it comes to leaping. The first thing is your leap doesn't have to look like everybody else's. One of the things I had to realize was this, le this leap didn't have to look, sound, or be like anybody else's. I listened to a lot of podcasts and preachers and everything, and if I were to sit here and try to make myself sound like them, then this wouldn't be my leap specifically for me. It would be me trying to emulate something or someone that I'm not. Um, the truth is, is that God specifically built me for this moment, for this purpose, for this calling. And, and I truly believe that God has built you for the same thing. For me, this, this leap is a podcast. For you, it might be a book or singing or dancing, but whatever that is, that's your leap. And know that God has put his mark on it and no one will leap like you leap. Number two, 
your leap doesn't require the approval for others. You know, I, I imagine that people doubted Moses the whole time. From the Israelites in Exodus 5.21, where they're mad at him because he went to Pharaoh, and now Pharaoh's being more relentless to them because of Moses. Um, Moses doubted himself, and, you know, sometimes we're going to have that doubt. We're going to have people that doubt us. And the good news is, is that God doesn't require the approval of others. You know, God didn't go to the Israelites and ask them how they felt about Moses and and do they agree with his decision? You know what? And God doesn't do that with us. He doesn't wait on a consistent consensus to vote on us and if they approve his plan for us. No, God has a plan specifically designed for us and is up to us to walk that plan out. And it doesn't require the approval of others. God also doesn't require you to be ready, you know. I'm so glad, so, so glad that leaping doesn't require us to be ready because we would never leap if it did. No one is fully ready for anything. That could be marriage, parenting, school, anything. It's so funny that God knew exactly who Moses was, but more importantly, God knew who Moses wasn't. And God knows who you are, but the question I have is do you know who you aren't? I, I think sometimes we focus so much on who we are and what we can do and, and our, our gifts and our abilities and our talents, but we rarely focus on what we can't do. And, and if we're really honest with ourselves, we try to psych ourselves into thinking we're ready instead of embracing that level of unreadiness because truthfully, that's what you need to really begin to trust God and allow yourself to leap. No amount of training, schooling, or preparation will make you 100% ready for anything. There are many, many reasons why, why we don't leap. For most of us, it is our belief in our own readiness. The one thing, though, that leaping does require is it requires us to be committed. And earlier I talked about base jumping and its concepts. And I started to do more research on this and came across this guy. His name is Jeb Corliss, and he is what some consider or most consider a professional base jumper. He's been doing this for 21 years. And this guy has jumped off of things like the Eiffel Tower, the Swiss Peak. He's jumped off Christ the Redeemer statue in Brazil. And there was in the article, it talked about, you know, someone had asked him how many jumps has he done. And back in 2013, he said he stopped counting in the year 2000. So suffice it to say, the guy's done a lot of jumps. And in 2012, he jumped off Table Mountain, which is in South Africa. He's done this thousands of times, but this time on his way down, his foot clipped a boulder and he crashed into the face of a mountain at 120 miles an hour. He suffered two broken legs, a torn ACL, and spent over a year in the hospital. Fast forward that to 2013, and he was asked to jump in China from Langshan Mountain. And if you're thinking what I was thinking when I read it, I don't know why you would go back and do this after that, after that, something horrific like that. You know, the article talks about him slamming into granite at 120 miles an hour and bouncing. Um, 
you know, letting that sink in for a minute, I, I don't know that I would want to get back up and do that again. But in 2013, these people asked him, would you be willing to do this again? And he first quickly declined. You know, he was still, the table mountain was still fresh on his mind. He, he didn't know if that's what he wanted to do. And he at least told him, you know what, I need to at least see it first. And so he goes to China. He looks at this mountain. He starts to think about it. He starts to see it. Even with the fear still in his mind, he committed there right on the spot to make the jump. So now they're going through preparation, they're doing all of these things, and right up into the moment he jumped, he's literally on the helicopter going up to the peak where he's going to jump. He is. It's, the article says that he had a sense of dread and horror took over where he remembered Table Mountain again. And this is on his way to jump in China in the helicopter and the fear took over the horror took over everything in the emotionally took over and he began to cry and then he jumped and it was a success and one thing that we need to understand and one of the things that i'm understanding as i go through this 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 moment is that our leap may not be off of a mountain. It may not be a podcast like mine. It may be a book. It may be anything like we talked about before. But in that leap, it does require commitment. And really with that commitment, it really focuses on three things. You have to leap with faith, fear, and joy. And leaping with faith means that this moment, in this moment, I trust God who is bigger than me to help me carry this purpose, which is bigger than me. Leaping with fear is understanding I'm not perfectly built for this calling, but I'm uniquely built for God to use me for it. And a lot of times with fear, you know, we talked about it earlier that we want to try to put it away or hide it. But, you know, I heard today um, at a church that that fear is probably one of the big, best weapons you can have because it makes us rely more on God deeper in those moments. And then leaping with joy is knowing that my commitment to this call is pleasing to God and through him, it has the ability to transform others. I want to end this message with some questions and a challenge. What is your leap? What has God called you to? What is your commitment level to that call? I want you to take some time and think about those questions Moses had for God. The questions you may have, the questions I had. And remind yourself of what God said. I am with you. I am who I am. Use what I gave you. I will fill the gaps and I will send help. Yes, you're going to have your concerns. Yes, you're going to have your insecurities and you may want to quit. But as long as I'm here, I'm with you. I am God. Use what I gave you. I'll fill your gaps and I'll send the help. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Get connected by following us on Facebook at Vantage Point Podcast. Have a question or want to give feedback? Click the send email button to share your thoughts with Nick. We'll see you next week on Vantage Point.